Hi. It's me, Bam. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. again how long has it been since the last time we recorded episodes together here's the thing my perception of time lately yeah. it could have been a day it could have been an hour it could have been yeah. it could have been months i think the last time we recorded together was in february Feb? <gasps> and so much has happened since then no it wasn't it was january <gasps> it was january January. Oh God, so much has happened. So much has happened. Yeah. None like, of which I can remember. <laughs> like, I can't remember anything that's happened. All I know is that I moved. And I'm all I do is talk about my move. Everyone's like, what's going on? I'm like, well, I no, moved. That's huge. Like, in this city? In this city? In, Toronto, in this city? I'm, I'm only going to be here for six months, though. And then you're back. Oh. You're, oh. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I can't tell me. Oh, my God. We are so we're secretive queens. We're secretive queens. Well, clearly not. Oh my god, do you know what you know what I went through? What did you go through? Okay, so I literally watched It's a Sin on Amazon, the show yes. about the AIDS epidemic. Convinced yes. myself for two weeks that I was HIV positive. Truly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hadn't had sex in a year. And obviously, yeah. like the stigma revolving around HIV is something we need to absolutely abolish. Like it's just awful. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that said, I literally am a hypochondriac sometimes. And I think something about this global pandemic made me freak mm-hmm. out about it more than usual. It brings it out of you. It brings it out. And I literally was just like, truly, like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to tell my parents? And then through extensive through YouTube even, through journalism, I was like, even if I was HIV positive, Uh the medication and the resources that are available to me in Toronto, Canada, we are like, thank goodness, because in America... It's different. It's devastating. It's different. Like, it's still still like a deadly thing. Truly. And like, Like, like in the South, it's just like, mm -hmm. they're literally like, we don't care. Exactly. Unless you want to pay like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And Anything. we are, we're a science, po- we're ASAP science today. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? You're Greg and I'm Mitch. <gasps> that is really accurate. I feel like, I feel like that's how it works. Oh my God. I yeah. lo- I learned so much science from them. It's actually scary. Me too. I like actually stop and watch their videos. I do, but they fill me with, with dread sometimes because they're just. Sometimes conf- they, you know what filled me with <gasps> dread today? I came across one of their videos and it said that, um, uh, sperm counts are going down. And and people, penises are getting smaller. Getting smaller. Penises are that's, getting smaller. Okay, our guest, our guest ears perked like meerkats. They're literally meerkats. They're truly, truly it's they are out of touch. This is bad news. Anyone with it's a penis. bad news. And it's so funny because it's to me, and again, this is just like one small sliver of the world, but when I think yeah. of like Grecian statue culture, those penises were small. They were pretty small. <laughs> Those penises were well, really small. Well, maybe they were growers. And also, I think someone told me, like an art history person told me, that even if your penis was big, they would make it smaller in the statue because that was more like in vogue. 
It was kind of, oh, more, it was more chic yes. to have a small penis. It's more chic to have, well, you know what? There's this statue, I think it's in Senegal, and they erected it after um, uh, their independence, but it's a, a, a black couple, like, to signify, like, unity and, Beautiful. like, the black family. Um, they It's a black woman and a black man holding a baby, and the dude has, like, they did not go the chic way. They just gave it's him big. the biggest <gasps> dick. Oh my god! <laughs> the entire world, and then Marissa, Marissa, who's oh, gonna be on the podcast? Yes, yes. Too, they told me that. Well, they just showed me this picture of them sitting, like, standing next to that statue when oh they were like god. 10, 11. Because their mom was like, "Look, this is like our of his, course. Like, this is black history," and they were just like, "That's a huge thing. <laughs> like, I don't see anything but this huge dog." How big? So how big was it? Like past the it knee? It was too big. It didn't make any sense. It made me angry, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> there is something I will say about a dick that's so big that is kind of like it can be it can be kind of like oh my god it's like that that bit in Broad City where um <gasps> yes that basketball uh, what's her player. name is yes is hooking up with um Chris is it Humphreys I think yeah and it's like she's like I'm not doing anything with that dick so they just like do like yoga and like baby yeah. like, she's like riding him like a pony yeah. <laughs> like Oh my God. I would if so I came stupid. into contact with a huge huge D I would kind of be like I, I would want to like hold it but it would be more like if you see someone's like someone's like oh like this is like an award I want you kind of like want to, you like kind of I'd hold it with both my hands kind of like a baby but it wouldn't I be I, it wouldn't be sexual I think I'd leave the room <laughs> I, I I've <laughs> cradle it our guest is cradle, saying cradle the day I would, the you nurse it you nurse, you nurse this is so day. we're so gross we're so disgusting it's been a whole year I know. oh no longer than that it's been a, a long i time. want listeners to know that i look gross too like my hair is no you're looking very me. no you're looking very good <gasps> really you look like that one comedian that i said that you look like <gasps> oh thank you, so you and i remember you, i said thank you to that and i remember you said that you <laughs> wanted to fuck that comedian <laughs> You look exactly like him. Are you sick? <laughs> I know. It is sick. That's the part of, that's like the white gay in me that's like fucks a duplicate of themselves. Oh you my know God. I mean? So many of my gay friends have partners who look just like them. I know. I will say I, I've seen it out there and I, I've had friends who have gone through that phase, but I haven't seen mm-hmm. it in a while. And I'm like, thank goodness. Cause it is, ir- I get their names confused. Well, I developed a crush on this girl and then I realized we look exactly alike. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. That's so oh, weird. Oh my not to reference another Broad City episode, but it's like the episode where Alana sees Aliyah Shawkat or whatever at a party oh, and they yeah. like have a fling, but it's just because they look like each other. Oh She's my like, god. Okay. Yeah. Alia Shawkat is so hot. I started she, watching Search Party. Uh, She's love, so hot. She oh is. Oh my god. Also an amazing actress. Her hair, I want actress. her. I want her hair. I love how ha- I love that look that she has. Like so, I, the last time I saw her was I think Arrested Development. So, so long she was ago. still a kid and like had long hair. Yeah. And I was like, okay. The, <laughs> I didn't care about her character. But she was in a movie really I saw cool. called Green Room where she was like in like a punk band that got like the, and it's like a neo-Nazi, like they like trap them in a green room, which is yes. any any performer's worst nightmare to be trapped in a green room, honey. Yes. Let me tell you. Unless yes. it's no, never mind. There's not really a green room. Unless it's it. what? I was gonna say maybe like the comedy bar green room, but I'm like, no, that's dry so air. So many things dry have air. transpired in that green room. Too many ghosts. Too many. There are a lot of ghosts in there. Too many stains too. Too, too many sure, smelly but... clothes. A lot of smelly clothes. A lot of hiding spots. <gasps> oh. 
the amount of times. Where are you hiding? (laughs) No, I'm not hiding anything. But the amount of times I've been like getting ready for a show and waiting in the green room, and a random comic has come in and like punched a hole in the wall, and been like, "There's my weed," and like walked away. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't wait. (laughs) I'm insane. The Rolodex of comedians, and I'm like, who that could be is is actually long. It's, on, I'll tell you later. <laughs> oh but, um, you know what I'll tell you now? <gasps> yes, I, Ava, I was like, this whole time I was like, I can't wait to hear what it's going to be. And I was so wow. happy that it was that. We have very special celebrity guests Honestly, on the show today. like, people from the TV. The TV, and on the internet. And on the internet, on streaming. And not just, yes. not, not just in Canada, but in... America. There we say the U.S. The U.S. The United States of America. Oh my, oh my God. Which they're having. Let me tell you, America's kind of having a moment right now. They're having a moment. Those girls are beating our ass. <laughs> I'll I'll go so far as to say that these boys are also having a moment because they have a very popular, very good, very cool show that's um on Paramount in the U.S. and on CBC Gem in Canada. Truly, it's for heaven's sake. On Paramount Plus CBC Gem, true crime, funny, kind of like waiting for Guffman meets meets kind of Mind Hunter mm-hmm. meets kind mm-hmm. of um, oh my god, there's more, there's more, there's what so much. Meets kind of mur- like the wholesomeness of Murdoch. Maybe, did you almost say Murdoch? I was, the wholesomeness of a Murdoch mysteries meets Canada's history moment. Yes, yes. Meets kind of beautiful. Nathan for you. Love, there's, love there's so much it's truly and like i'm not even i'm not even being silly right now this is me being real it's hilarious yes. and you should truly watch but please it. please give it up for mike milden and jackson Rowe. yay, yay! hi guys oh my god hey guys thanks for having us that was a wicked intro uh, you don't know how hard it was to keep quiet during the tiny penis talk <laughs> that was tough because I'm with you. Why are the, why are all the Greek statues tiny penis guys? Because they're all buff. They're all huge. They're, they're all massive men. Yes. Yes. There's, there's, tiny. there's always like a little bush. There's and always. the penis is just like poking out. It's yeah. so, so it's and then sometimes they put a little fig leaf over it and yeah. the fig leaf looks massive. Yeah. Like the yes. fig leaf is like it looks like a palm tree leaf. You're like, okay. I think it's the best way to go. The tiny penis on the statues, chic, it's cute. I don't feel it's weird. Humble. At it. It's, it's humble. It's humble. And I find yeah. there's beauty. There's beauty in all penis sizes for me truly i truly yes. i haven't seen a penis i haven't liked i'm gonna put that that's say awesome. that right now actually that's a lie that's a lie and i'm not i can't okay. i can't i can't name names i will <laughs> there was there i will say there was one d where the proportions of like shaft to head were a little jarring a mushroom cat it was a very mushroom super thin shaft big old head and yeah. which like optically can be fine but then when maybe you're like you're holding you it. You don't want it to get stuck. Well, <laughs> I don't know why I just did the That's what I'm worried. I'm, <laughs> I'm worried that it's going to get stuck and that we're going to have to live together forever. I'm so that's happy this isn't like. You have to start a life together once that that's happens. How, that's, how people exactly. get, that's how people get gay married. That's how you get gay married. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for having us. Excited to talk. Uh, Blink-182. Oh you guys God. are the face of Apple. You you were on uh, the year, though. Like, we were. You're a big deal. It was, it's crazy to be on. It was huge for us. They paid us, I think, $1 million each I think that. so. I think about that yeah. amount. Um, I think, it's all gone I'm now. Bother checking. Just oh, I, it's I blew it that fun. day. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. I spent it all on... Um, Went to Uniqlo. Mushroom cats. Got you. Uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> tripping on mushrooms this whole time. 
Yes. Oh my god. But yes, yeah, so uh, we are here to talk about Blink One Eighty Two. And I'm so excited because they uh, ruled my fucking elementary career. Like you yeah, couldn't. Yeah. I, I don't know. You couldn't turn on like any channel without seeing them on TV for a while. They were They're the hot. Really they were the hot. They were the hot band of the They're time. Hot stuff. Humongous. I have a really like. They were big right when I was hitting puberty, mm-hmm. and like mm. the first. Um, the girl who was also like my sexual awakening was like such a punk girl and she loved Blink. So it's like, oh, they just have huge. a special place in my heart. Jackson, sure. Jackson, I am no therapist. I will never claim to be a therapist on this podcast or any podcast never. for that matter. But, but finding out that your sexual awakening was with a punk, punk girl tells me so mm-hmm. much about you. A lot of guys. A lot of A lot of comedy guys also. It's a lot of comedy guys. Ask Alex Kalenko. You know what I you know what I think it oh my god, I'm literally the iced coffee in me is coursing through my veins. But (laughs) I I do think it's because like people who are like for lack of a better word, like alternative, Mm -hmm. like they kind of like are doing their own thing, but they're you're I I assume straight man. And it's kind of like, but Mm -hmm. you still want to access like this other this kind of like otherness, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is not a critique. This is, I find this beautiful. And then like, there's an alternative, there's an alternative girl that you're interested in. And I feel like that is a way for like people to find yes. another community, find another, like, what do I find attractive? Alternative right. crush to <gasps> comedian pipeline is real. Yes. It's so it's real. Oh, and it's yeah. big and it's fast. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's huge. And it controls your brain. It does. Like, I just remember being obsessed with this woman and like, because it was the first time I even liked a girl at all. <gasps> and like the first time you have a crush on somebody, yes. it's just like you think about them all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, you don't even understand why it's so important to yeah, you. Yeah, so. you can't shake it either. It's a really weird yeah. time for kids. Truly. Um, and you feel kind of crazy because you're like, okay, yes. I'm literally an obsessive freak. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, should I call them right now? Right? Like, no, they, no. I know. Should I leave a voicemail? What, yeah. what grade were yeah. you in? And Mike, we this will be getting grade... to you. We're going to psychoanalyze you in a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. no. This, is probably, this is grade five, I want to yes. say, and she was in grade seven. So she was already older and like cooler to begin yes. with. Yes. And then, that is yeah. the older girls. Older, oh. yeah, especially at that age, like the jump from grade five to seven is huge. Like you huge. might as well be like, <laughs> they might as well be in their 20s. Yes, yes. Truly. I remember being in grade five, having a crush on like an eighth grader and being <gasps> like, I hope he finds me sexy. Like, okay. I hope he finds me as so <laughs> This fucking kid in grade eight doesn't even know I exist. But imagine the drama of like if you were in grade five dating a grade eight, that would have been like oh my God. truly the teachers illegal. would have had to get involved. They would have had to get involved. Get involved. The principals, insane. the two principals of those schools would have met, and that yes. is that yes. is crazy oh, yeah. to think about. That's like modern yes. day Romeo and Juliet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that probably the, wasn't the an age difference it was. too. Well, I will, they were probably twelve and fourteen when Shakespeare wrote that, yeah. and it was fine back then. That is messed yeah, up. Yeah, everyone was like, "It's fine, it's normal." Oh, oh my man! God. But yeah, let's get into Blink One Eighty Two. Like, what about that band, um, like, attracted you to them initially? Yeah, Mike. Like, what was other your than journey? Just, yeah. Is this? Is this you, it's your turn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. You uh, I have a different relationship. Okay. It was. It was. I guess. My brother is super cool. Uh, and he was like, he's super popular. That's so sweet. And so I'm it, it was, uh, it was like almost like a shadowing thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever he liked, I liked. Oh. So Blink 182, like in the punk, he went through the whole punk phase. And I just remember being like, this is my thing now, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a, that is so adorable to me. I'm upset. Was he here? Would so he foster that behavior? Like, or was he like, get out of here, scamp? 
he was i don't know he wore skinny jeans and he was like wore like long he was more like th- he got heavy into like the heavy metal okay. and went to mosh pits and stuff and that's where i drew the line right like, enough like, okay, i can't I'm still, that, i can't yeah, i'm weak yeah. you know i'm a I'm a tiny boy. I can't throw. I can't go to these concerts. How did he feel about you like copying him though? Mm. <sighs> did he even I, pay attention? I don't. I can't, honestly, even know I can't even remember. Yeah. How old? How old was he? Uh, how old was he? Been, like his whole like probably grade six. Okay. To, right. Uh, right. Like grade nine for him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's and, usually the time. Yeah. I yeah, started getting yeah. into like punk and like metal in grade six. I don't know why. I think that's when the hormones start hitting. And, yeah. like, the world starts being, like, an evil place. And you're like, I need to exercise this. I need to let this out. Um, do you guys have a favorite, like, album by Blink-182? Like, do you see their music as, like, projects? Or do you kind of, like, just dabble in it, like, a few singles here and there? Well, that's what I was going to say is that it, the timing makes sense to me because mm-hmm. puberty was starting and that album was called Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yes. Uh, and I was like... Yeah. <laughs> the first, when I figured out what that meant, like besides the obvious, I was like, oh my fucking God, like, this is so cool. Yeah. This is so badass. Yeah. And like, so that album absolutely holds a place in my heart. Oh my God. Um, Animal of the State is kind of their famous. Truly. That's their really like where they blew up from, I think. Yeah. 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 Speaking but, of that, I also feel sorry to cut you off, but it reminded no, me that when I was in grade seven, I think I illegally downloaded Enema of the State. And I was like, oh, they, um, this is a typo. And I changed it manually. <laughs> I Shut up. There's like the better enemy of the state. I didn't know what an enema was. Abba, you, that is the most Virgo thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. That is so cute. And that just brings me back to the whole thing of like downloading music and like, you know when you would do like YouTube to MP3 player and you'd yes. like find the album artwork and then you'd like mm-hmm. crop it perfectly and yes. you'd like yes. you put in the name of the album and like you'd figure it you got like yeah. the capitalization wrong and you'd be like, you'd Oh no, you have to genre. go back like to fix it. I'd always Google the genre. I wanted the genre to be specific. Yes. Like if it was punk totally. and it was titled as like rock, I'd get mad and change it to punk. Like, Absolutely. Real stickler. <laughs> we that. spent a majority of our childhood yes. just organizing our iTunes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I was obsessed yeah. with it. I wanted it to look so pretty. I would like yes. scroll through like the album covers and like, just like be, I would be so happy. I'd be like, look oh, at all of what I've collected. Be. Yes. But yes, Enema yes. of the State, that is bottom visibility right there. And they didn't even know what they, <laughs> they didn't even know it at the time, I think. They didn't. But they were literally being, they were, it was like radical <laughs> bottom pride. And like, only now can we really critique it. Yeah. Well, they also had a song that was like, I want to fuck your dad in the ass, too. Okay. They? Or I want to... Yes. Something. Jackson, I was just saying, I was saying to ABBA and Aiden off pod, but the lyrics for, I forget what song it was, because I did like a bit of a mm-hmm. re-listen today uh, for Enema of the State, and there's like those lyrics where it's like, I called, she he like, call, I called my girlfriend's mom, yes. told them that her husband's in jail, because oh. sodomy's illegal, sodomy's, and then she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the bitch hung up on me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like why were we listening to that as kids it's so good. i had no idea what that meant i know yeah. like i as I a kid i would like I, th- I don't even think those lyrics registered to me like i think i just mm-hmm. i just heard them as like cool words and like that was it yeah but you know what song like i fully acknowledged was atrocious and loved so much i really wanted to be a boy when i was younger like i was super <laughs> into these lyrics but family reunion 
I love that yeah, song yeah. so much. Shit, piss, cotton, cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucked your mom. What a horrible fucking song. I would never let my kids listen to that. I don't think I ever listened. I'd listen if I, I didn't get into swearing until like late, like grade, grade nine, you guys. You didn't get into oh, swearing that, until grade nine? Okay, Jackson yeah, that's me and- too. That's me too. <laughs> Jackson bad. and Mike, when did you guys get into swearing? Yeah, when did you get into swearing? It's, um, I want to say probably grade six, yeah. five or six. Uh, so you were cool. Um, but I you still cool. don't, like, I still don't swear around my parents or anything like that. Like, I still I had a, yeah, maintain I that illusion. My, my mom always does the thing where she's like, you never swear. J- James and dad always swear, but you never swear. <gasps> and it's the same thing with you, Ben. It was like, grade six to eight, everyone in the grade was starting to be like, fuck yes. you. And, <laughs> yes. and then, and then I, I would, like, stop myself. <laughs> I don't know. I was a child of God. Aww. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. God wouldn't like that. That's a sin. Oh. I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing like a circle outside of school, and everyone's going around like pussy <laughs> talk. And then it gets to Mike, and you're like, "Come on, Mike, say it." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> get it. Just walks away. I would feel so. It wasn't, and like, I mean. I didn't like grow up going to church, but like Catholicism just like looms over my family, mm-hmm. I guess. And like, I just like, I would have felt so guilty. Like I would have been, and it, I don't even know where that guilt was directed. I would just been like, I'm a bad kid. Like I swear, right. I swear now what happened? Like I'd yeah, truly yeah. be so sad with myself. Just guilt for no reason. Guilt, for, guilt no for the reason. sake of guilt. Mike, were yeah. you, were you a child of the church? I it was it was a weird journey. Mm. It was a weird journey. I gotta be honest. Wow. It wasn't like a it was it was one of those cool churches. Okay. Where okay. like they have a guitar and then they're like there's like a band yes. and everyone's okay. kinda yes. into it. It wasn't one of like a gospel one, so I fell I fell into it pretty hard as well. Yes. Um, I love that. And then I don't know, I, it was honestly like a flip of a switch. When I got to high school, everything was just behind me. And I was just like, oh, maybe that's not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. like all I, my your friends never like... had a journey like that. It feels like that like was all the me. friends that I have now, they're like super heavy yeah. into church because it was like a cool church and like you could right. practice drums and guitar after school and shit like that. I was never into it because in, in grade eight, I think I got a Tumblr and there were all these like threads about like the church is bad. This is why Catholicism hates fucking gay people yeah. or whatever. And so I was heavy into that kind of stuff. But all my friends were like, no, my church gives us free snacks at the end of the day. <laughs> Super into oh, yeah. Christian music. Yeah. And then when I got to university, I was like, I'm so happy. I'm like, I, I'm away from that. I don't have friends like that anymore who are so into church. And then all the gay friends that I made had been former church kids. So I wonder what that pipeline's about. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm That's not a whole part different of that podcast. Pipeline. I honestly could have done with some church. I could have done with some church in my life. Honestly, I think I would have turned turned out better. But like, I think that's interesting because I think it's cool that you left during or you kind of like left it behind you after high school because it feels like maybe you were like all you were after, Mike, was community all along. It's, it, honestly, truly, yeah. you're onto something. There was there was there's this weird thing where I was hanging out with this group that wasn't popular but they were mm-hmm. I, I don't know like the hierarchy yeah, of school but just chill uh, just chill they were just like in the middle and we would, we would do bad stuff like we were rebellious youth <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like what like, like what pranks like, okay. you know, pranks, we were, pranks like we what would, would you do you know like throw stuff at cars <laughs> <laughs> that's a crime that's a crime the shitheads the yeah. shithead kids <laughs> my favorite type of prank <laughs> we, were, we were the shitheads yeah yeah and as soon as i got out of that, that <laughs> i don't know that group it was like oh I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I was going to church to like combat the bad stuff we were doing. Okay. So I was like, I'm still a good person. Oh, or something. I don't wow, know what wow. it was going through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's but yeah, so. That's, that's 
Wow. Very kind of very kind of like Tony Soprano of you. Now I'm oh, now I'm curious though. Did so do you guys feel like Blink 182 influenced you doing that stuff? Ooh, I love that. I love that question. Yes. It did. It did. At least for me. Uh just it, well, it's just it was fun to be like listen to the, like you guys said it was a bad music, right? Mm-hmm. Or not bad music, but like swearing and mm-hmm. rebellious. Rebellious, yeah. So it was like yeah. uh I think that just kind of like the jackasses yeah. and the, the like that stuff that influenced us to be right. a little more uh rambunctious mm-hmm. nice yeah. word. Yeah. good word uh, i don't know for me like like i said it was i was people that i liked liked it mm-hmm. but i never like it never really took hold of me personally nice. i was more like on the sidelines like i'll listen i'll wear the clothes but like <laughs> I'm not throwing anything at a car. Like, You're not gonna I, be a bad boy. That's yeah. not, I'm not gonna really be the bad boy. It's just not. You're not gonna me, be like so. a Mike throwing shit at cars. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Naughty. I was thinking. Okay, I was thinking about this today, and mm-hmm. uh, it was the weirdest situation. So I remember we were at the park, mm-hmm. and uh, basically what happened was, we started. There was a full group of kids, and they started yelling at a, a, another group of kids from a different school, mm-hmm. and then they came over and they were like, "What did you guys say?" And then everything. And, and then they're like, well, I guess one of us has to fight one of them. And then, they, they're like, and then they're like, Mike, you have to, you have to fight, you have to fight this guy, Matt. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, and then so like we just kept pushing each other, and they're like, come on, fight. Like, oh and I was like, well, you have to throw the first hit because I really don't want to do I this. Don't. I don't want to do this at all. What happened? Did he throw? Uh, no, no, we just, just kept pushing each other. I was like, I, I honestly goes back to who I am today where I was Classic. just like why are we fighting yes. <laughs> he, he was like you, yes. you, you, you guys said you're making fun of us and I was like I wasn't I didn't know what they were saying like I don't I don't know why I'm responsible for this entire group behind yes. me get, literally get me out of the herd and yeah. then I'll collapse like I don't really yeah. oh, oh my god one on one I'm a no thank you I have anxiety you. to this day of just thinking about Matt so that like, moment and like seeing him throughout high school it's like do we not like each other anymore because we almost fought because oh my god that's wild so you knew you like had to see him for years after that well just like you know the bush parties Mm -hmm. and all that like Mm -hmm. how how that all that stuff uh, oh my god that was weird it was that is so scary that's such an elementary school high school thing like i remember in grade nine this girl who was genuinely my friend i had passively told her to like shut up like she said something we were all joking and she said something stupid and i was kind of like girl shut up like that's so stupid or whatever just like in jest and then after school she like i remember she like pushed me into a locker and I turned around and pushed her back and she was like, you called me stupid. You called me stupid. Whoa. Like she was just looking for street cred. She was looking to be like the bad mm. bitch of the school. Like who okay. wasn't going to take any shit. And I just started laughing at her. I was like, I, I'm, I'll say her name. I was like, blessing. What's going on? Her name was blessing. Who oh, believe? I was like, blessing. Why are we fighting? Like, girl, what's your problem? We were just kicking and joking in first period. What's happening? That's and a power like, move. Don't ever tell me to shut up again and left. And then was like my friend the next day. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that is such, that is such like kid stuff is like getting like yes. so mad. Like, yes. be like we are like, you are not invited to my birthday party. And then the next day being <laughs> oh like, want to hang at recess. Like it's truly, yeah. oh my God. I literally, I was. And that's why we respond to blink. Yeah, exactly. They're angry. Truly, like it's like yeah. it's kids are so. And I've worked. Ab and I both have worked with kids for many, mm-hmm. many years, and you see like the fights. Like you'll kind of like observe like the buildup of tension between like like yes. certain boys in the room, and you're like, this all started because like you're fighting over a chair that everybody likes yeah. to sit at at snack. Like that's literally yes. where it comes from. And the idea, like 
Mike, what happened to you as a child literally made me sick to my stomach because like that was my nightmare as a kid to get into a fight. Like I remember literally being like, if I could avoid this all my childhood, I will die happy. Like that's all I want. Mm-hmm. That's all I want from my life is to avoid to that never type have of to conflict. Fight. And like the fact that you were like picked by a group, that is like my nightmare. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. truly my nightmare because then you have an audience of people being like, you have to do it. And like, you can't let them down. You can't let them down. You can't let down the audience. Oh my god! You can't. We're performers, honey. We gotta get that. Ugh. We gotta get that <laughs> well, reaction. That, but that's why I feel like listening to Blink One Eighty Two was really good for me in some respects <laughs> as a kid, because I could just like I could listen to the music and like zone out and like be violent to the music, yeah. and then I wouldn't have to do it like outside of my room. Like I wouldn't. All it was cathartic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Literally. Just. Let them be the angry ones exactly, for you. Exactly, the... exactly. That way you don't get in trouble. Um, Would you headbang? We're all so afraid headbang? of getting in trouble. It's hilarious. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, did you guys headbang? No, like, like I know Mike said, I'm the same way. Where it's like, I was into the culture from a sideline, yes. but like as soon as I went to like a concert or whatever, I realized this is, I'm not cut not out for, for this. I'm yeah. not a headbanger. I'm not a mosh no, pit not guy. I would like do some air guitar maybe in the back. I don't know. That's about as far as I can do. Do you want to hear? Do you guys want to hear something shocking about me? Okay, go. And Abba yeah. knows this already, but when I was in high school, I was a mosh pit girl. Oh yeah. And I know. Okay. I, I know. I know. It's shocking Amazing. because I've changed. I've grown. But like, because I was like inundated with like that type of behavior, I guess. So like, mm-hmm. it was like all my friends were just like we would like get drunk go to Kensington, go to, like, some student band, whatever, in a basement. That's, like, we're all, we all have X's on our hands because we're underage, but we're, mm-hmm. like, getting wasted in the alleyway. And then, like, moshing, moshing, moshing. And it's, like, when it's all, like, your friends from school, it's kind of, like, fun and lighthearted. Like, you're mm-hmm, not going to, mm-hmm. like, actually hurt someone or yourself. Yes, but then I yes. remember, like, getting a bit older, like, 17, 18, and kind of, like, what you guys are saying, going to, like, I don't know, more adult shows and then seeing, yes. like grown-ass men with, like, the legit mohawks, like, the spiky spiky with Mm. huge spacers, Mm -hmm. like, throwing elbows at me being like, oh, no, honey, like, I was, I could not do that. Like, I am but a wee girl, and, like... When they do that thing where they push people apart, I would spread out, and then at once, they cry. I can't. Literally, I know I could never, ever mosh, because I went to a Vince Staples concert, concert, and I didn't check who the opener was. It was JPEG Mafia, and I like JPEG Mafia's music, but this fucking mosh pit started immediately. Like yeah. as soon as he touched the stage, <laughs> people started moshing. And I was, I like at this point, I was 23 and was a bunch of 17 year olds. Okay. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and I'm also, the last time I was at a Vince concert, someone like gingerly placed their hand on my head, probably thinking that I was their friend. And I wanted to fight. Yeah. Like, if that's me in like an accidental situation, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna be like in a mosh pit. So I, oh my god. I hate those things. I would get but, so mad if somebody did that. To me. But I'm I'm curious to know. Like, I feel like MTV and all the bands that I was listening to they influenced the way I dressed, the way I talked, li- literally the way I did anything. Do you guys feel like Blink One Eighty Two had that type of influence on you? Other than of course like being on the sideline and kind of like throwing you know, rocks at cars. It did. Oh, no, definitely. Like, I wanted to be a part of it. So Mm -hmm. I would dress that way. I would sort of put that uh, persona on Mm -hmm. and act that way. Uh, How did they even dress? Like, I, I remember the punk, cargo the pop, pants. like, cargo look. P- yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I don't think I ever dressed like that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had a phase at your school, but mm. uh, 
American Eagle polos. Yes. That was were a huge thing mm-hmm. for guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now looking back, yeah. we used to we used to go to the thing. This is not related to. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> but like at all, but it, we used to go to a place called uh, the Hot Spot. <laughs> oh my Already God! What? Where is that? <laughs> This is, is this Degrassi? Yeah, I know this, this is like actually, truly Degrassi. This is crazy. Thinking back at it, but we used to go like all these grade sixes used to go to like this little, uh, little event center or something, mm-hmm. and we would all dance to music, and it was very like for grade sixes sexual um, grinding, yeah, oh, grinding right. and like oh, yeah. slow dancing, American Eagle polos, and there was there's a one in Newmarket. Uh, called the cyber zone which was even bigger Mm -hmm. and same thing it was crazy and i'm just thinking about like who was running this place and letting these kids come in and oh it was like an all ages club situation yeah yeah i was gonna say do you guys remember the first time you like saw your friends grinding yes i remember there being a the first time i saw a giant train like a grind train of like 10 plus people yes. whoa like, okay Holy what i've the never fuck? seen i've never seen a grind you've train. never seen a grind train no that oh, sounds oh. that's literally i'm not kidding to you like that sounds like stephen king level like pet cemetery perverted <laughs> to me like that is it is it's this is, it is this is shocking what on earth 10 people so girl like a girl at the front yeah. then a guy would grind with her and then a girl would have to get behind that yeah. guy yeah. and then so she's kind of grinding with him. Yes. But it's really, it's just about waiting for that next guy to come behind exactly. her. Exactly. It was, it was such a thing. Craziness. And like for, I grew up in Brampton. So there's like a big Jamaican culture and presence and it was just bubbling. Like if a guy asked you to bubble, like you'd go to the corner in the, your friend's basement or whatever, or at the fucking school function and you'd bubble. And I remember at school like functions, you'd like the teachers would be on the lookout. And if they saw somebody oh, bubbling, that's... they'd blow the whistle and be like, like stop bubbling, stop bubbling. That oh my god, is everything that oh that adds god. to the taboo nature of it. That's like probably yes. why you want to get caught at that point. Exactly. Would you get? And you imagine all the bad. street. Imagine all the cred you'd get for like getting kicked out for bubbling. Oh my god, <laughs> I never bubbled at school, but I bubbled at like at home parties and stuff like at that. The functions, oh, yeah. At the functions. At the functions. Yeah. I. Well, but that's my memory of like yeah the, the stuff Mike's talking about of like mm-hmm. just overly sexualized when you're very young and not really understanding why mm-hmm. but just like seeing people doing it and being like i want to do that too being like adults do it yeah i want to be adults grown. do it yeah this exactly. is where i'm glad we're like i was like yes as a kid i was in the closet but i'm glad i wasn't like super in the closet where i felt the need to like feign bubbling you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm glad that i like had enough self-respect as a kid to be like i know eventually like i don't want to have this on on me that i bubble <laughs> <laughs> And the option to have bubbled with another boy would have been, I mean, scandalous. That would have been groundbreaking. That would have been, I would have been on like CTV News. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Gay boy bubbles with other gay boy. (laughs) It would be front page news. There's this gay grind train where (laughs) one person starts it and then they're like, oh, they're doing it. And then like another guy goes. (laughs) Men. Oh my God. There's a line of men grinding. That's what we need in the world. That is beautiful. Oh my God. And if there are any children listening, let me know if that happens these days. It still does. <laughs> it still. It is funny though that like, thinking about Blink One Eighty Two, it's all sort of cringy puberty memories. Yes, That's really what literally. it is. Yes, that music yes. does like, and it's so the sound like truly does like reflect like how I thought at the time. Just kind of like whiny, like confusing emotions. Like I, re- yes. it really. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I still listen to that song when I shower. Yes. Oh my god, does it pump you up? I don't know. I just I always wait for that moment where Tom DeLonge comes in. And he's just like, wasn't that such a funny phenomenon though like punk bands kind of like having like a really slow sweet like ballad on the album yeah you're right um, totally are there any other like blink 182 slower songs that are really emotional that you still listen to today um, so okay i actually i love blink 182 i've seen them twice <gasps> no way. okay tell us everything i saw them for their reunion tour in 2011 oh my god uh, and tom DeLonge came back uh-huh. and then they just had a recent one right before covid mm-hmm. where simple plan opened up for them so <gasps> oh, it was like that's huge. this like nostalgic trip where uh like perfect was playing sure uh, that see hey dad uh, look at me. me oh my god sit down and <laughs> talk to me but yeah, so, that's uh, great. Where was I going with that? It was oh, they have a recent album that they released their newer stuff without Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one called California. Okay, and it's actually a good song. Okay, okay. Um, okay. But I remember um, "Down" was a song. Yeah, yeah. Got me so down, down, down. <laughs> oh, down, 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 down. That was like, oh, this is range. They're showing emotional They're showing range emotional right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's a type of song where well, you're like, like, it kind of like elevates all the other songs on the album. You're like, well, see, yeah. like they're capable of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. actually why they broke up. That's fun fact is like the Tom DeLonge wanted to get more sincere and he mm-hmm. wanted to get like more real about the music. Mm-hmm. And then the other guys were like, no, we have to stick with like the punk jokey. Yeah. And, he, and then he was like, but UFOs. And, oh, yeah. Uh, He's obsessed with UFOs, yes. IRL. Obsessed. He exposed, yeah. he exposed some stuff apparently like <gasps> last year. Just last He's year. always exposing yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's always out there. Oh my God. I admire yeah. that consistency though. I'm oh, really man. Right. You know what's so funny? As a like as a teenager and still even kind of now, I thought that all the small things was like a really beautiful love song. Like it's really oh, beautiful. Yeah. It like tr- work sucks. I know. She left me flowers by the stairs just to show how much you yeah. can. That's so sweet. It those are like sweet. the little things you need to do in an, a relationship to keep it alive. I don't know. I took all those lyrics to heart and I live by them now. <laughs> I guess you live by all the small like, things. Yeah, that song, if, it, if that song came on like randomly on like a shuffle or a playlist, I'd be happy. Like that's a song that, like to this day, to I'm it. like that that that's like nostal that's like peak nostalgia. Will put me in a good yeah. mood, good mood anytime. Jackson, have you ever seen Blink 182 live or no? Mm-hmm. No, I've uh, seen Our Lady Peace, Sum 41, <laughs> yes. pretty much all the surrounding yes. bands, but mm-hmm. never Blink. Mm-hmm. I listened to your episode with Nick Nemiroff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some 41? Oh, that yeah. Some 41? That's yeah. Some 41. Yeah. Iconic. Very Nick, very Nick Nemiroff. Very Nick Nemiroff. He made his... Them being Canadian. Oh, my God. You should actually be thinking Nick Nemiroff because he came before you as he was the first straight man to ever come on the pod. First straight man. And now look at where we are today. We have two. So Nick Nemiroff... <laughs> Nick Nemiroff really broke ground today. He <laughs> bust the doors Sunday. open. Our guests are excited. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. okay, Mike, you... So seeing Blink-182 live... So you saw the reunion. Yeah. What was the concert you saw before the reunion? Um, no, no, the, the reunion was. <gasps> okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because Tom DeLonge came back and they like <gasps> they weren't talking. Then they came back and they're like, maybe we should do a, a, a tour again. Oh my god! So they did the reunion tour. Mm-hmm. And the next one was with. Uh, was the simple? Well, was yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Basically, Tom DeLonge. And did you have the time well, of you your missed life? them in their prime? You only saw them as yeah. the comeback. <laughs> yeah. like, Travis Barker went upside down, and it was like. They, 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 oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, oh yeah. my God! Wait, how did he do that? He was 
I think everything was glued. Glued? (laughs) I think everything was glued. (laughs) Including him. He's glued to the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember hearing like legendary stories of him like, Mm. oh, he's telling double bass solos with a broken leg and he's fucking flipping upside down. Oh my God. Playing the drums looks satanic to me. Like when when you're at a concert, Mm -hmm. there's this, what person are you? Because I always went with a friend that... Mm -hmm. um, would keep his hands in his pockets and just like go vibe. Like this. Yeah. Mm, I love that. Uh, just and then I would always be that like on one knee or like and like oh, really yeah. bump it. Yeah. And sometimes I would like throw my hands up. <laughs> but I don't know Oh my god. The etiquette, really. It's the been etiquette. a journey. It's been a it's been a journey. Yeah. yeah. Trying to find it all comes down to like how well you know the band for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a sing along oh, guy yes. for sure. But if I don't really know then I kinda I just vibe as best. Jackson, that's I'm very it. much sing along. Sing along. I wanna be in the front. I want them to look at me and see me and I want them to stop the music and go, Hey, this is our biggest fan. Like that's my dance. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You know the song as well as I do. Why don't you <laughs> sing it? Solange is like, wait, stop the music. <laughs> um but wait, here's the thing. Jackson, what mm-hmm. you said actually was beautiful. Because it really, because if I'm at a concert where I kind of know the band, like maybe there's one album I really like, but like the people I'm with are really into it. I feel the need to like match their energy because like, yes, I don't want to be like the one person is kind of like looking around. But when I don't know, I feel like so I feel like people are watching me and be like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know yeah, the band. He doesn't know. I can tell. He's fake. His, beat, his beat's fan. off. Like, or like, he doesn't know the words. I'm like, I always feel that kind of energy, which is like why when I'm at a concert where I like really know the band, I like to go off and I'm just like yeah. twirling. I like to eat a little bit of an edible before. Yeah. But yeah, but also with like, with like kind of more chill music, it's kind of hard to do. Like when I saw like, um, I don't know, Blood Orange, for instance, that music is a little bit more chill and there are points yes. where like, I'm like, do I dance or am I just here to like observe and like really just vibe? I don't know. My favorite type of person that goes to like a blood orange show or like shit that's like very lo-fi and chill is the guy who's right up at the front and kind of just rests his head on the stage <gasps> and listening. Oh I'm like, you came here to just listen? You don't want to look at them? That I think is, it's so fucking funny. There's something like very Buddhist about that. It's very... Yeah. It's like a certain type of concert going. Yes. They're very specific. They have intentions. He has like blinders on. They got there early. They got there before anybody else. Exactly what they wanted. Yeah. Feeling the vibrations from the speakers. Just (laughs) absorbing it. He wants to feel it in his body. My one Um, thing about concerts is they're actually people that... Yeah, they oh, are. Yeah. There are. There are sometimes where I'm literally like, if this was like fun. a little bit quieter, I'd be in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> They're too loud. That's so true, you old man. But you're, yeah, you can't say that. You know, you're such a, know. you're just such a party pooper yes. if you say that. Yes, but it's the truth. Like, we don't need it up to be up to eleven right now. Like. <laughs> A solid yeah. nine and a half would be fine. Yes, Truly. yes. I'm just imagining you at a concert, like, ow, <laughs> no, ouchie, my <laughs> Well, because, like, I have, you know how, like, on, if you're an Apple phone owner, you have the health app, mm-hmm. and I learned that I listen to stuff too loud, and that they <gasps> literally, they have, like, a, a range, and I am in the red zone. They are literally, like, to, alert, alert, alert. Like, I need to look at that, too. It's scary. It's scary. It's scary. <laughs> it really is. And they also um, tell you how much sleep you're getting. And it's like, okay. And then they're like. It's like, I don't want to know that. And how also you, screen do time. Do don't get me started. Oh, don't even start. Yeah. yeah. It's like, mind your own business, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bought you. Exactly. I paid for you. Yeah. But 
I kind of want to take a second to talk about your show. Yes. Like, tell us about the show. Please. Like yeah. everything, like everything. from its conception to like talking with like studio execs. It's and, a like, really cool where story. You're at now. Yeah. It was a wild, wild ride. Mm. Uh, to actually get it made was uh, making it. Every part of the process was pretty wild. Mm. Uh, but that's it. That's all. It was wild. It was really wild. Yeah. No, we 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 did it. We we basically did the whole. Um, pitching circuit where you go into like netflix hbo max mm-hmm. like we we got to go to all these offices and jacks and i it was our first time so we didn't shy away from like taking water bottles and taking like any, taking photos any, with stuff any, yeah. like yeah any memorabilia we could keep i don't know when i'll be back here i'm fucking yes. i'm enjoying you myself. take like a potted plant from the foyer <laughs> <laughs> well we went to um what's funny is we went to quibi too oh, like quibi. when quibi was a thing yeah, yeah. And that was one of the like places they're like Quibi's like buying a lot of stuff, so like they very well could buy this. So like, yeah. let's be ready for the Quibi pitch. Yeah. Oh my and we God. went in and they like they had nice offices, and I'm like, how is this? This doesn't exist. Yeah. And it's like a huge thing already. It's wild. And then watching it come and go like in the blink of an eye was crazy. Quibi was like, quick, you have ten minutes for your pitch. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm hilarious. I'm a joke writer. Um, you, but you actually had to uh, format the pitch. Like they were like, for Quibi, this is. 10 minute episodes 10 episodes and we're like yeah, yeah. Okay. of course yeah of course, we've, we've played before, of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's actually no, how we wanted um, it to look actually for sure yeah. Yeah. We really only want people watching us on a phone on the subway that's exactly yeah. what I'm quibi yeah, acting like that's our... like normal that's like a thing people yeah. would want <laughs> yeah. like that people want to watch a long infomercial that's just very narrative like I don't <laughs> so know bizarre, right? but Mike this is truly so, yeah, your we family story <laughs> yeah yeah so the, the documentary is uh about my great great uncle who disappeared in 1934 and it's a real true crime uh, or disappearance that happened in our family wow and then the comedy aspect is Jax and i are not the most qualified detectives <laughs> but we go back 87 years later and we try and actually figure it out and we put we put a you know we, we surprise people <laughs> yeah. with uh with our detectives there are twists i yeah. like that i like it was that. awesome super fun super like because we're just big fans of true crime so mm. We wanted to see if we could actually make our own version of one, mm-hmm. but we knew that like we weren't gonna, we had to be ourselves if we were doing it. So it's basically just a true crime through the lens of a comedian, and uh, it was like yeah, a totally incredible experience. And since it's come out, it's been awesome to see people enjoying it and stuff. So <gasps> That's amazing. it's really really cool. Aww. Yeah, I love. That. And I remember, I remember the pitch, Jackson. We had to sell ourselves as well as the mm-hmm. show. Uh, and just that one part where it's just like. Mike is the high-strung guy, like, oh, my hard-boiled God. detective who loves his facts, where Jackson, he mellows things he's out. He's a little more laid back, and he, uh, he's not afraid to ask the tough questions and stuff like that. We had to like make this whole song and dance of like mm-hmm. exactly what are you going to get? What is this show like? How mm-hmm. long is it going to be? Like, It was crazy, because we pitched CBC first, mm-hmm. and it was just like we just went into the room and kind of talked to them about it. Mike told the story, and we explained our ideas, mm-hmm. and they were into it. And then when we took it to the States, it was like, yeah, that's not going to fly here. We're doing, you have to write it. We wrote a 45 minute script of what we're going to say every single time wow. with like little bits to throw it back and forth to each other. <gasps> and like all this fake um, oh in the moment stuff, but it worked. Oh so my God. What was some of the fake in the moment stuff? I'm dying to know. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my favorite one is um, we're like introducing the characters of who my, who's in Mike's family. <laughs> and his like He's like, and here's my mom. He clicks and like his mom comes on the screen and then I'm in the back. I'm like... Oh, yes. And like, <laughs> and like, Did it kill? And it, it worked kill? every time. Every time. Huge love. People it always turn. They're like, every ah. time. 
That is, I am obsessed. So stuff like that. Well, yeah. both of you are very That's... funny together, just naturally. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised. That oh, thank you. Thanks but that much. is so, oh my God. I love the idea of you two being like, Mike's this, Jackson's this. Like, I have a beard. Yeah. Mike's more clean shaven. <laughs> I had a mustache. I had a mustache. Entirely. We had a jo- we had a in the moment joke, like, written. But it was like, can you guys see it? Can you guys see it? <laughs> <laughs> it was so... And the people that ended up buying at CBS, mm. uh, I remember the first time we pitched him, he was like, he's like, I, I actually can't. I actually oh. can't. <laughs> can't see it. No, you have one? Like, you're not kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so rude. What was the worst? Well, I feel like I can ask this because your show's a, a huge success. But it's what was, the, well, what was yeah. the worst, like, what was the worst meaning? Mm-hmm. You, comedy Central? Yeah, Comedy Central. Oh, oh really? We, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, they just knew right away that, like, this wasn't going to work for them, I think. Okay. And I think we all kind of saw it because we had done, I don't know, four or five meetings up until that point. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time because um, Funny or Die is a producer on it too. Mm-hmm. And the first this was the first meeting that the head of Funny or Die came with us because he's like, it's a big one, so mm-hmm. we'll have all the guns there for you. Mm-hmm. And we could tell like 10 minutes in that like they were checking their phones and like, <gasps> checking their watches and we're like, we have another 40 so minutes to really? go. Yeah, this we... is not going to go well. It's the same energy we have to pitch at. Like, we have to pitch at them. It's just... You're throwing <laughs> yeah. spaghetti at a wall and nothing. Yeah. Jackson yeah. keeps whistling. He's like, Boop. he's like, I can't whistle. Like, <laughs> the mom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. We got it. Um, wow. But it wasn't bad. Like nothing mm-hmm. really bad happened. We could just tell from pretty early on that, that they weren't, they weren't matching the energy that we expected. And they were so. looking at us the entire pitch just like, we could never do that. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I hate see, like being in meetings where you're pitching something and they're looking at you like, uh-huh, in your fucking wildest dreams. You can't yeah. let the energy like crash though or else they yeah. take it as like yeah. an offense. And then on the other hand, like we also pitched the Discovery Channel. <gasps> oh, no who, like, knew Basically, we knew from the jump too that they weren't going to buy it, yeah. but the guy was so invested. Mm. He was like, it was still a great meeting because the guy was like asking questions and like, really invested but That's we knew that nice. he wasn't gonna buy it so there's both ends of the spectrum yeah <laughs> yeah he, they, they're supposed to like let you do your pitch but he was always like wait where did he go <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're getting into that like, we're, we're, he's like it could have been the road workers and i'm like well yeah that's a we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna get there we're gonna get, we're gonna get there and he's like wait and this is your family he's like yeah, absolutely yeah I love that so much. Oh just over enthusiastic to see so both funny. sides yeah. of the spe- spectrum like that. Yeah. I guess it's good practice too. Like you know, you're yeah. probably gonna have another show that you're gonna want to pitch one day, and <gasps> you already know yeah. what all sides of the spectrum are like. Absolutely yeah. amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, that's invaluable too. Is like actually having been in the rooms and seeing Absolutely. what it's like. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it makes a big difference. Nice. Getting to go to the the headquarters. Yeah, the belly honestly. of the beast. Yeah. Like having enough people list actually listen to your ideas, yeah, and at least feign interest for the most part is it's cool. <laughs> Netflix like they barely let you get past the door. No, there's like a boardroom right, right, like as you walk in, and they're like, "All right, let's hear it. Let's go." God. We got the Obamas here. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are love... not worth our time. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, it's like it's like one of those samurai movies where like each room you have to like kill someone to get past to the yes. next. Room. <laughs> That's when that's that's you have to impress like. this exec to get to the next yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the bosses. I don't know who the head of Netflix the is. The final boss. The final boss. Yeah. Well, the, that was what happened at HBO is we had the first <gasps> meeting went really well and they brought us back for a second with the boss. Whoa. And the boss was like, just not feeling not it. Not feeling it. We, and like you could see the uh, people surrounding her were like looking at her like hoping that she would react and she was just like, 
what if it was more like this? What if we did this? And we're like, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, anyway. Yeah. I love that. What if it was Jackson with the mustache? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I'm seeing dollar signs. Yeah. I mean, well. <laughs> That's their big note. <laughs> well, it was her loss, because guess what? Paramount Plus is the moment. Okay? That's exactly. right. CBC exactly. Gem is also the moment. Okay. Um, the, sizzle, the sizzle reel was cut to what's my age again <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that was such a great song I really fucking love that song and especially because like as an 11 year old I always thought it was so funny because I was like I'm only 11 or wh- however fucking old I was at that time anyways um, I'm curious were you guys like musical growing up like did you like playing music instruments were you into that I was I was forced <gasps> to Forced to. Like, Why? Made me take piano lessons and I hated it. Okay. Oh. Instead of letting me quit, she was like, okay, you can take guitar lessons instead. I was like, I don't want to do any of this. And so I was like the most miserable kid every once a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And these lessons. And the teacher was like, there's nothing they can do. Yeah. Like, I'm not good. I don't enjoy it, but I'm forced to be here. Mm-hmm. And then in grade nine band, I played the tuba because I was the big guy. And they're like, the big guy, big instrument. Always tuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this is a nightmare. So, but now, you know, being an adult, I wish I did like it because it's such an amazing skill to have. But yeah. I just couldn't. Can I say something? Is it though? I, is it really? Because yeah. oh, I'm going to say something. Point. Sometimes when people tell me that they play an instrument, I get filled with a sense of dread because I'm like, do I have to ask if I want to hear them perform? Are they going to play it right now? I know. Now? Yeah. I forget something. I'm like, I'm glad you guys. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> here's Wonderwall. Yeah, Did you have to carry around a tuba like all day throughout school? No, but like if I, uh, we were forced to take it home to practice sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be on the streetcar like with a tuba. <laughs> just like yeah. Absolute loser. Just hating my life. Wait, what school did you go to? Were you a city girl? Uh, Malvern. You're, Malvern, a, you're a beaches girl? Jackson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Through and through. Okay. My parents still live there. Beaches yeah. girl. And Mike, you're Newmarket, you said? Or? Yeah, Aurora. Oh, okay, nice. Aurora girl. Most of my life. Did you play any musical? instruments? Yeah. I am the least musically talented person. <laughs> like, I have no rhythm. I was in I was in the chorus line, <gasps> and I had that song, uh, Mark Mark's Role, mm. and he sings like, Gonorrhea, I am gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and they had to cut the musical part. They turned it into a monologue <gasps> because I couldn't even sing. Oh, no. <laughs> but I, did, I did what Jackson did as well. Um, guitar. Okay. Uh, and I same thing. Like, he taught me smoke on the water, and that was, like, it. Mm. Like, that's all I could learn was, like, mm-hmm. dang, dang, dang. <laughs> and I couldn't do chords. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's a sh- hard instrument. Oh, it's to super learn. hard. Guitar seems and hard. And it's, like... If you, I'm somebody who, if I don't take to something quickly, it takes a lot for me to stick with yeah. it. So that was just not going to happen. Yes, yes, Same. yes. I don't like doing any, I don't like doing But I, to Ben's point from earlier, mm-hmm. my girlfriend in high school played guitar, <gasps> mm-hmm. and she was like the queen of like, let me just break it out and strum something. And like, we, I'd be like alone with her, and she'd play like nine songs, and I just have to like look at her and be like, this is so, you're so amazing. <laughs> and it was awful. I hated it. No. <laughs> hated it. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. Oh my God. And- I, my biggest fear, it came true last summer or two summers ago, <laughs> oh no. where like, I'm, I'm so afraid that like some, but some 
some guy will like sit me down and like sing a love song to me. I really don't like the idea of that. Um, but somebody sent me a song um, that they had written, and I was the song is I, so. No one should ever play music. I think. No, I think that if you want to be right. a musician, you should grow up in like a completely different like uh, island yes. from everyone else. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Figure it out and then hit the. And you pop only charts. get released if you're actually good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you suck, you have singing to stay Singing is on the so island. embarrassing to me. Like when people when pe- <laughs> sometimes when people sing, I'm kind of like, okay, stop. Like, like enough. When it's there's nothing. Yeah. Nothing funnier than like going to karaoke and there's that one person who's like actually pretty good and like needs you to know it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna sing this ballad from this 1975. And you're like, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Sing something I- that we can fucking. Ignore you two. Like, no, nope, I'm going to be known. Oh I very much there. am that person. I <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> but, Abba, you actually have a beautiful voice. That's the difference. No, it's, it's annoying. It doesn't matter what your voice sounds like. Like, if, if, if you go to karaoke, everyone should just agree to sound bad. It's just for karaoke's the fun. Karaoke's not of it. the spot to yeah. sound good. Lay yeah. Miz. I feel like that's the song that everyone <laughs> oh, sings. Yeah, that definitely sings. Oh, oh, my God. Uh, I, have a, I have such a vivid memory of being at a party mm. and someone brought out a guitar. And the, the the girl did exactly what you were talking about, where she was, uh, she was even singing like, "This is a C chord." Oh like, no! Match me up here. Like tuning. No, oh, no. that's no. literally a choir teacher. Like, oh no! This is a C chord. Match me up here. That's I'd rather hard. kill myself. Oh my god! That's so upsetting. Let me hear it when I play this. You say. <laughs> Oh my god! No one wants that at a party. No one wants to no. fucking sing a song. Oh, oh my god! Unless she you're did really the drunk. same thing you're talking about, where where no one was. It was like six people there, and she wanted to sing every single karaoke mm. song, and it got to the point where people left the room, but what? she was still singing. Um, no, <laughs> yeah. oh. no. It was like Adele, Hello, and stuff. Like <laughs> difficult songs. That's... You know what I'm just remembering is that when my girlfriend would like play for too long, she'd be like. What should I play? And I would just request like songs I knew she couldn't play, and then be like, "Oh, I guess you can't." <laughs> That's it. That what is if a you great. Played, uh, yeah. You're like, can you play Bach or something? Perhaps yeah. Mozart. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I actually don't know that." I'm like, "Well, I guess we're done here." <laughs> Moving on. Oh my, oh my god. god, that's so funny. No, that's True. really poor karaoke etiquette. Like it is. you have to support everyone else while they sing and clap along. Choose only mm-hmm. a few songs. Like that's exactly. really fucking annoying. And pick like fun um, songs that everyone can yeah. like have fun to. Like pick like Avril Lavigne, pick like uh Fergie. <laughs> like no one needs like no one needs like a epic vocalist of a song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pick Blink 182. Blink 182. Exactly. Uh, um Literally. We're kind of getting to the end here. I'm curious to know if you guys, like, do you have hope for Blink-182? Do you think yeah. they'll ever do, like, a final reunion tour and just, like, put it to rest? Will Tom DeLong ever actually find a real alien? Like, what do you see for the future? <laughs> I, did, I did a bunch of research uh, hours and hours <laughs> leading up to this podcast uh-huh. because we're such big yes. fans. Uh, but, but basically, they, they tried to do that with the reunion tour, and they were going to put out another album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but same the same creative differences happened, and Tom DeLonge has Angel and Angels and Airwaves. Ah, yes, right. yeah, which is like his. Let's talk about UFOs mm. and do my deep songs. Mm-hmm. Oh and Blink One Eight Two is there. <laughs> there's like two journeys, right? It's like Blink One Eight Two is like, hey, we're just gonna prey on your nostalgia mm-hmm. and make every song sound like Enema of the State, mm-hmm. and then Tom DeLonge's like, I'm gonna find 
life out. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess not. Then I guess yeah. it's unlikely that they will ever read. Yeah, yeah, I don't think together. they will. They found like a Tom DeLonge sound alike. Sound alike. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And uh, he, he just doesn't have it, you know. He doesn't yeah. have the star power. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Oh and, my God. and Tom DeLonge's puffed out. Oh, is he's <laughs> fat and like. Just, not a battle, it's just like he just he looks so fun. Like alcoholic? Alcoholic like oh, yeah. I don't know what yes. he looks like. Bam Margera puff out. Like, oh Bam Margera puff. Yeah. Oh man, no, Bam. Oh Bam. How sad is that? Yeah. <laughs> That's um, super sad. But yeah, I don't think so. I mean, they did it. They're not going to outdo themselves. No. We have all your albums. You do not need to come back. That's true. That, and I don't want have them that. to. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. They'll probably make a bank off royalties and Spotify plays. Yeah. yeah. Unless, okay, with one exception, if they ever reboot the American Pie franchise, <laughs> then they can come yeah. back because okay. those two go together perfect. They'll yeah. probably write like yeah. an original song for that movie that will go viral. They will. It'll be good. Oh, of course they will. You... American Pie. American <laughs> Okay, or maybe, maybe they, um, if they have kids and their kids become like that age, college age, then they could write like, I can't believe I'm a dad now. <laughs> oh Shit my like god! That. Where did my kid go? Yeah. <laughs> you, know you know what? You know what I hope for them though. I hope they have like one final project that's kind of just like a documentary, and it's like an earnest documentary, and they all come together, and then that's it. We never hear from them. Black good. and white. It's that's in black and white. Yeah. It's like a Parent Trap documentary where you like lock them in the same room, yes. and you're like, figure it out, <laughs> figure it out, exactly, exactly. That would be gorgeous. Just hash it out. Just that's your off. that's your next project. Ooh! Bring the yeah. boys back. Bring together. the boys back together. That's a good idea. That's a good My, idea. We go undercover as like a alien enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. We actually, I tweeted at Tom DeLonge because we did a whole alien theory in the documentary mm -hmm. that got cut, and I tweeted at Tom DeLonge and Dan Aykroyd because they're both yes. big alien guys, yes. and I was like, "Hey, do you guys want to be in a documentary?" <laughs> no response. Oh my god! Oh, I love it. I love it. So, where can we find you? Where yes. can we check out your project? Like. And what, what do you guys have coming up? Sure. Um, the show is called For Heaven's Sake. Mm -hmm. It's on CBC Gem in Canada, Paramount Plus in the States. Nice. Um, and yeah, that's definitely what we want to promote. Just I love that. If you have time, if you like true crime, if you like comedy, check it out. It's, it's uh, our life's work. <laughs> Two years of our life, but still, it counts. Uh, I guess, I don't know, follow me on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. What are, what's your at? Uh, Jerks and Row. Jackson Row was taken, so Jerks and Row. Funny, funny. Uh, Mike Milden, and please just watch the show. And I wish you guys the most success. I think your podcast is going to be huge. <gasps> Stop. Yeah. That's crazy. I, 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 I'm a huge fan. No. That is very oh, nice. So. Oh thank you so much. That is so, sweet. so sweet. We really appreciate hearing that. That's very We kind, really do. And thank you for coming on, talking about, yeah. for heaven's sake, talking about Blink-182 being just Gorgeous, gorgeous on this day. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This is way too much fun. Yeah, this was a great time. Uh, I'm so happy you guys had fun. We had fun. And leave us a rating and review. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to subscribe, subscribe and comment. Even if you don't like it, comment don't... so we can fight you. Comment so we can fight you. <laughs> oh my god, what are we welcoming, Eva? What are we No, I'm just kidding. No, of course not. Only nice words, please. Only nice words. And truly, just if you leave a five star review, you don't know what that does for us. It literally, yes. sometimes on some days, it's life or death. You don't Period. know what it does for Ben specifically. He True. has a vibrator that's hooked up to every time someone gives us a five star rating. <laughs> the vibrator's inside of me. Okay. And I so I'm oh, yeah, I'm aware of it at all. Mushroom cap. Mushroom cap. It's a mushroom cap. <laughs> it's a mushroom cup. And that's called we love a call that's a callback. And that was an expert lesson in comedy from two masters of comedy, I must say. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. <laughs> <laughs>
So I'm thanks for coming. Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll say bye. Bye. listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Beth. Beth. to you by the Sonar Network.